Hello, everybody. It is Tuesday afternoon on January 4th, 2022, and welcome back to Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman, and my whole purpose of this podcast is to encourage us women, you women, young, old, whatever season of life you're in, to embrace homemaking. It is an art, and it is different for everybody, meaning... um, your homes can look different. You can be out in the country like we are. You can be um, in the big city. You can have a big home. You can have a small apartment. You can be sharing an apartment with friends, living in your dorm room. Whatever it is, us women are all homemakers wherever we're at, whatever season we're in. And honestly, when we embrace it, the art of homemaking, it is really fun. Um, instead of seeing it as, um, a non-important part of life or, um, non-essential, it is very essential. I mean, if you read in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 31, um, it talks about the Proverbs 31 woman, and a lot of it is taking care of her domain, her space, her family, her home. Um, and it is pretty awesome. The great task we have at the art of homemaking. And so that is my whole purpose of this is to encourage us women, um, as we go through life to embrace the art of homemaking, embrace our womanhood. Honestly, we are in a culture that, um, a lot of times attacks the beauty of femininity and, Um, that is totally, um, it's really sad. Actually, it's just really sad. The attack on femininity as well as attack, the attack on manhood, but that's a whole different conversation. And so as we start 2022 together, I just kind of wanted to be right up front. And, um, if you're new to this podcast to just tell you what my podcast is all about, because I, I just love, um, I just, I really do love homemaking. I have been married since I was young, since I was 20 and homemaking has always, always, always been, um, the ultimate goal of my life. Even when I was young, um, being a teacher would have been my second goal. My first was to be a wife and a mom and to have a home to take care of. And, um, yeah, at 20, I got married and I know that some people would be like, oh my goodness, that's way too young. And maybe for some it is, but it's been great. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say we haven't had our ups and downs because, you know, every relationship does. But what I'm saying is I, I love to be able to be a homemaker, to be a wife and to be a mom. Um, and I've always stayed home and I, I wish that I would have, um, if I could tell my younger self, so I'm telling the younger women, which I tell my daughter who is now on her own. Um, and I will tell Taylor when she starts out on her own, but I tell her now too, but I can tell Bailey more so because she actually is on her own now, um, to just love it, to just love your life and, um, and to love homemaking. And, um, I wish that I would have, I'm going to say, I wish I would have had more encouragement in that area when I was young, but I did. Um, 
maybe I just wish that I would have given myself permission to embrace it fully and to be really proud of, um, being a homemaker and, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I had a lot of encouragement. I had negativity in there too. Um, but I did have a lot of encouragement, but anyway, all of that to say, embrace it today. If you are young and you are on your own or you're in college and you have a dorm room, embrace homemaking. If you are older and you've not embraced homemaking yet and you kind of feel like it's a drudgery, embrace it because it's a beautiful thing. It really, really is. Um, and that is my whole goal with this podcast in many different avenues um, to encourage the art of homemaking. And homemaking, like I have said on many previous podcasts, doesn't mean that you are just a stay-at-home woman or a stay-at-home mom. You couldn't, all homemakers, all women are homemakers. Um, you know, if you have a, a, a job, you are still a homemaker. If you don't have a job, you are a homemaker. Because we can be living at home, staying at home, not have a job outside the home and not be embracing homemaking. You know what I mean? Like we're not really loving on our homes and our homes is who's in our home. Our home is the actual home itself, um, cleaning it, taking care of it, just loving it. Even if you're single, you love it for yourself. You know what I mean? So yeah. So here I am. I'm encouraging you to embrace homemaking right off the bat in 2022. Um, so today is just going to kind of be, um, touching on a lot of different things because it has been a couple weeks since I have done a podcast. Um, I'm going to say I didn't have time to podcast during the holidays, which is funny because I really simplified my holidays, but I think I just took, um, you know, with the holidays and me simplifying them, I still had different tasks that I was doing during the holidays for the holidays. So, um, like one day I was leading Bible study, um, or a little Advent devotional, I should call it not really a Bible study, but an Advent devotional, which was really a lot of fun. Um, and just getting last minute gifts and, and just enjoying the holidays. I will say, you know, like I, uh, I think I said in other podcasts that it's been a little bit different since the kids get older, but you know what? It's been so great. It really has. And, um, I think that that is a lot of embracing homemaking is embracing each season you're in. We can mourn all the seasons we want to. We can mourn that our kids aren't little anymore. We can mourn that we're empty nesters. We can mourn um, whatever, whatever it is. We can just kind of, you know, it's just not the same anymore. We can sink, we can sit in that and wallow in that. Or we can be like, you know what? The kids aren't little anymore, but it's fun in this stage and it's different. And it might not be as quote unquote exciting at Christmas time that the kids are older, um, but it's, it's still good. And so, yeah, that is part of embracing homemaking, right, ladies? Um, and so I'm just going to touch on a number of different things. First off, I'll just talk to you about how our Christmas was. Um, we had decided to stay home this Christmas. Usually we go to his aunt and uncle's for Christmas Day. Um, and we just decided this year that we were just going to stay home. Um, Bailey didn't have to work that day. And so she spent the night Christmas Eve and then all day Christmas which was super fun. But I also am like, you know what? God works in funny ways because we've been going, we've been traveling for Christmas day for many, a number of years since we moved here. And, um, there's only been one other time where we weren't gone on Christmas day. And that was because it was so 
frigid cold, it would not have been safe to drive. And that was, oh, Ty was little. Um, but other than that, we have driven to his aunt and uncle's for Christmas day. And this year we just decided not to, and it all worked out great because Ty got the stomach flu, um, Thursday night before Christmas. And then he just kind of laid around and recovered Friday, which would have been Christmas Eve. And then I was like, you know what? I hope the rest of us stay healthy. And it seemed like the coast was clear by about three 34 ish in the afternoon. Taylor was getting sick and with the stomach flu. And then immediately I was starting to feel like, am I feeling sick because I just helped Taylor or am I actually feeling sick because I've got the stomach flu? And sure enough, I got the stomach flu as well. Christmas night. So was Christmas great? Yes, Christmas was great because most of Christmas we were all healthy. It was the end of Christmas day. So then me and Taylor were sick as dogs <laughs> Christmas night. And then we just laid around all the following day. We we're so worn out. And then I was starting to feel better and she was starting to feel better um, that Sunday night. But um, Unfortunately, then Jason got the stomach flu late Sunday night and Ty's birthday was Monday. And so he was sick and Jason was sick in bed all Monday. And then by Tuesday, he was fine. And thankfully, Jake didn't get it. And thankfully, Bailey didn't get it. So yes, we did have the stomach flu go through our house Christmas day. But honestly, it was a wonderful Christmas. And so um, we enjoyed our gifts. We enjoyed watching movies that day. I stayed in my pajamas all day, which was my goal. Cause usually, you know, my routine is right when I wake up, I get, if I haven't exercised first, then I get changed right away. If I have exercise and I change after I've exercised. And so I'm usually like dressed by five, 10 in the morning at the latest. And so I just really wanted to stay in my pajamas all day Christmas. And so I did. And, um, and in that week of Christmas break for the kids, we just hung out and, I don't even know. We just did different things. Um, Jason worked, blah, blah, blah. Then New Year's Eve day, we spent at a wrestling tournament watching Taylor cheer and the wrestlers wrestle. Um, and then New Year's Eve night, we got home pretty reasonably. We were pretty impressed. And um, I went to bed before midnight and New Year's Day. I was like, you know what? I was sick part of Christmas, so I'm staying in my jammies all New Year's Day, which was super fun. Um so that was our Christmas. I got the tree down um, last Tuesday, I believe it was, which felt good to just kind of freshen things up. And um, yeah, so now we're on to 2022 and everybody talks about your New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to talk about mine. Do I have New Year's resolutions this year? No, I do not. Um, with the exception of one, but it's not a New Year's resolution. It's just my goal. Um, my huge goal that I'm allowing myself for a year is to declutter and minimalize my home, not minimalize to the point of like no furniture, nothing anywhere, but minimalize to where, um, it just feels clean. It feels non-cluttered. It's, I don't just have stuff around for stuff sake. Um, and little by little, I am getting it done and I'm thankful that I'm giving myself a year. So my encouragement to you ladies is if you are frustrated with, um, the management of your inventory, you know, you have so much stuff, you have to manage it all the time. 
um, my encouragement to you is go on to YouTube and find the YouTube lady who inspired me called the minimal mom. And I'll try to remember to put her, um, YouTube station name in my notes, the minimal mom. Her name is Dawn and she lives in Minnesota and she inspired me to become a minimal mom, whatever you want to call it, your myself. Um, and it is so, I cannot tell you how refreshing it is. Like I walk around and I still have a long way to go of where I want to be, but I just, it feels so clean. It feels so much, um, freer, less agitating. Um, I am not, I could never be a minimal minimalist because I do enjoy having pretty things around. I don't want to just have empty space everywhere. Um, so I'm getting it to where I like it and it just brings me joy instead of frustration of all the inventory management I have to do. So the minimal mom is where I would start. Um, she's super good and she has a section in her videos. Um, I think it's called start here or something like that. Um, so it kind of talks about how she got started and how she did it. So, um, she gave herself a year. I'm giving myself a year. I have already gotten rid of a ton of stuff. Um, we have already brought a, a big load to the thrift store and I'm getting more piles going and it just feels amazing. It really does. Um, so yeah, so that I don't have resolutions. That's my only quote unquote resolution for this year. I do have goals for this year, but it's not because it's a new year. It's just because I garden. So I have gardening goals. Um, I like one of my gardening goals this year is I'm making another big gardening plot. Um, I'm really excited and nervous about it because I know it'll just be a ton of work. Um, but I really do want to expand my pantry supplies, um, come harvest next year. And also within that goal, I plan to, my goal is to purchase one or two pear trees. And I say one or two, because, um, a friend told me that, cause I asked her, do you need two pear trees for pollination or is one okay? And she said, it depends on what kind of pear tree you get. So I need to look up again, the pear tree that I do want and does it need to have a second one with it? And I don't think that it said it in the notes on the website. So I don't think it does, but I just want to clarify that. And I do have a spot for that tree to go where we had to cut down a tree a couple years ago. Um, and then I also want to purchase an elderberry bush and a raspberry bush. So those are my three big quote unquote, big goals for my garden expansion of our place this year. Um, and also to get our apple trees, talk to the tree service person here in town and ask him like, what do I need to do on my apple trees? Does it just need to be trimmed up? How do I spray them? I don't like to spray. I don't like to use chemicals. So how do I take care of my apple trees correctly, um, without using chemicals? Um, yes. So those are major goals for my gardening this year. I get to, um, I've already started looking at my garden journal and getting ready to, um, you know, figure out what plants I need, what seeds I need. Um, and then I need to check into our nursery, our local nursery and see when I can pre-order. That was really, really nice last year. Um, and let's see what else for outside. I think that's my big ones. Um, 
And then for our, one of our, me and Jason's goals for our health wise is to only bring real food into our house. And so you know what that means. We are, yeah, only real food folks, like real food, like food. (laughs) And so one of the things that our family loves, I mean, I, I like them now and then, but the guys love is chips. And so right now, the only chips we're allowing in our house are tortilla chips. And even that I want to find a better solution to, but that one at least doesn't have red dye 40 and all this garbage and chemicals, uh, a lot of chemicals. Um, so only real food into our house, which has been awesome. Um, honestly, ladies, I've done a podcast on this way, way back over a year ago about food and real food. And like, I cannot emphasize or encourage you enough that if you have children or even yourself, like I can tell when I am not eating real food. Um, so me and Ty are huge indicators of if the food is bad, which we know it is if we're not eating quote, you know, real food, but we can tell how bad it is a lot by me or Ty, because he gets really, really cranky, like moody, um, and sick. And I get, um, sick as well. For instance, I'm not going to tell you which fast food restaurant it was. I do not even know if I've actually ever eaten there. I know I've been there before when we lived in Denver. So I'm assuming that I ate something there, but I can't remember what. And the reason why we never really went there, and I don't even know how I was there that one time because Bailey can't eat it back then because only her, but now Ty too, because of her peanut allergy. That'll give you a clue of where it was. Um, so I don't even know why I was there, honestly. So did I eat something there? I don't know. Cause I think the kids would have been with me cause they were little and Bailey can't eat there. But anyway, this particular fast food restaurant came to the town to buy us recently. And I was like, I know that everyone loves it. And, um, I honestly don't even know if I've eaten their food. If I did, I obviously can't remember if it's good or not, if it's as good as everyone says it is. So Jason and I went on a date night there one night and I, and I'm going to say literally, cause I mean, literally, got sick with a cold that night after eating there. You might say it's coincidence, but it is not because I have had other fast food places that I no longer eat at that make me feel nauseous, like nauseated. So what I'm saying is, is like our, when, when Jason and I say eat real food and we encourage anybody to change their diet to real food, you will see a difference in your health. You will see a difference in your kids' health. You will see a difference in your kids' attitudes. Um, for real. I, I could go way into depth again and, and elaborate even more just in the past month, um, you know, with all the holiday treats and how changing from the holiday treats to back to 
only real food has changed my children and my self-help. Um, but I won't go into all those details. Just trust me. If you eat real food and you feed your kids real food, you will see a difference in behavior. And it, it is so mind blowing. Like it's almost unbelievable, but it is very, very true. So that is one of our, or Jason and I's major, like we are going to encourage each other because it's easy as time goes on to let stuff sneak back in. And our answer is no. And so we're going to have to really encourage each other on that. Um, does that mean that we'll never have a treat? No, it doesn't mean that, but what will the treat be? And are you willing to pay the price for that treat health wise? So that's kind of the determining factor there, but yeah. So real food only in this house. And like I made spaghetti squash the other day. I love spaghetti squash. And I cannot wait to grow a ton of it myself this summer. Um, and Jake actually loves it. He's like, mom, I just love this spaghetti squash. So that, that is fun. And their palates start to change when you start feeding them real food. And honestly, it doesn't take, I would give yourselves like a good two weeks. Um, if you cut out the junk and you put in the real food, give your, give yourselves, especially your kids about two weeks. And if your kids, if your family's not used to real food at all, then maybe longer. But, um, I mean, it took our kids less than a week to be like embracing the real food situation going on. Um, and we try to be healthy anyway, but it always just kind of creeps back in. But our goal this year is to not let it creep back in. Um, so yeah, so those are some goals that we have going forward, but it's not because, oh, it's 2022. Let's make goals. It's just no, it's just, we need to do this. So yeah. So I'm just going to close this um, podcast episode out for you with just again, like I did at the beginning of this episode, embrace homemaking, embrace where you're at, embrace, just embrace it, embrace your womanhood, embrace your femininity, embrace it, embrace it, embrace it, and be proud of your homemaking. You know what? I've been homemaking for 20 years and I'm still learning and it's good to keep learning. So don't think, oh my goodness, I I'm failing or I'm not doing good in the, oh, we're all learning. We'll never perfect anything. So just keep marching forward. Keep learning. That is the goal and just love your place. Love your family. If you have a family in your home with you, if it's you just love your place and, and make it just a, a, a place of rest and peace and contentment. Have a wonderful week, everybody.